The Fontenelle Final Bell Podcast is presented by Fontenelle Hybrids. The solutions you need, the relationships you trust. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield, and joining us today is Troy Nielsen with Smart Yield out of Kearney. Troy, we're going to talk a little bit. First of all, we had such a lower overnight trade. It's nice to see the markets close with some green on the screen. It's a good way to start a Monday. Yeah, we sure like that. It's a whole lot better to see green on the screen. Um, soybeans up about three and three quarters to four cents. Now, new crop beans were up six today. That's fantastic for our guys. Um, Corn-wise, really ended up with a mixed bag. We were lower, came back and recovered during the session. Uh, ended up closing pretty much unchanged on the new crop. And uh, the March contract, a penny higher. May contract, a half lower. So kind of a mixed bag there um, with a lot of unchanged on corn. Wheat, however, ended up green on the screen. Penny to two and a half cents higher. So not a big move there, but there was some buying activity late in the session on wheat. Let's talk a little bit about seasonalities that we see in the grain <clears throat> markets. As we get ready for, for spring planting in the Midwest, I know it's already underway in the South. Yeah, the seasonalities we look at, um, you know, we look at five-year, 15-year average, uh, and these are pricing um, uh, tendencies, that, if you will, in the markets, and there's certain seasons or different times of year where they're more predominant, and one of them is very predominant right now coming into um, uh, the springtime uh, for corn, for soybeans. They're very predominant um, seasonalities. And so we, we take a look at that, and we help design a risk management or marketing plan based around the seasonal opportunities that are in front of us. And, of course, then you have to tie into that what are the current fundamentals and what are the current pricing trends that go along with that. Uh, but seasonally, soybeans right now are really tracking very close to the 15-year averages. And and so we've, we've recently taken advantage of some opportunities in the bean market to get some price protection put in. Um, and seasonally, um, I think that's exactly where we should be right now, uh, not doing anything different than we typically do. In the corn market, same thing. We've had a really push, good push up towards the end of February, first part of March, and we've taken advantage of some of that seasonal tendency. It's pretty much spot on with the 15-year also. Um, so, so it's time, in our opinion, to take advantage of seasonal tendencies that looks like they're kind of spot on right now um, and get some price protection put in, your, in, in place for new crops. Which is, I mean, at this time of year, these guys are getting anxious. They're out in the shops. They're getting these planters ready. They're getting their, their tillage equipment, if they do that, set to go. So I'm sure that there is a little bit of, you know, you kind of lose track on a day-to-day basis to what might be happening within those markets. Yeah, you're right. Um, these producers are getting ready to, uh, you know, kick the door open on that machine shed, if you will, and hit the field. Um, it's just a matter of weeks now. It's not months away. It's weeks away. And, you know, they're going to be spraying and they're going to be, you know, getting fields ready and equipment ready. So our big push right now is get a risk management plan put in place. Um, if you do it at your kitchen table, that's great. If you want a professional to help you, 
um, that, that's great as well. But get a risk management plan and a, and a plan to sell your commodities. Get them put in place now uh, because you're going to get really busy, and the best pricing opportunities are usually as the farmers are the busiest in the field. And, and that's usually uh, early, or late spring and, and right into the summertime. So that's our push is get a plan put in place and get it put in place right now before you get the field. And I think it, it goes beyond just the thoughts of doing it. You know, I think I should do this or I might do this, but actually putting it down on a piece of paper or, or sitting down with someone like yourself, Troy, and being able to say, this is what I want. How do I, you know, get this done? Yeah, you're exactly right. And how can you know if it's the right thing to do? Uh, we don't just, if you don't know what the end result's going to be. And so what we like to do is help guys run an analysis and determine if you make sales at these levels, um, and here's your break even, here's your crop insurance decision. If you put all those pieces together, and if we can hit certain targets in, within our risk management plan, what does that really do for me? What, what percentage of profitability is that for my farm? And so that way we're not just um, throwing darts to see if they stick. When we do put those targets out, we know what it's going to do for a guy. Um, and so we work with our producers and, and help them design a plan that's really going to um, work for them. And then, then our goal is to help them execute that plan and stick with it and have some discipline. You know, and I think it's asking you to kind of look in the future in your globe, but it's every producer wonders, what are we going to see for prices as we get into spring planning? And knowing what, what's been happening in the southern hemisphere, is there, is there talks of, of corn over $4, you know, beans pushing higher as well? Yeah, there, I think there is. It depends on who you talk to, of course. Um, you know, if you talk about uh, potential tariffs and, the, and those issues, it's a little bit scary. Um, but we usually try to work on issues here that, of course, we can uh, do something about. Um, uh, and, and something that we also look at is, right, right now, some of the fundamentals are uh, that are, are going to be right in front of us on the 29th of this month is the planting intentions report. And so if you look at the, the acres on corn, the acres on beans, that's where we start for the year. Then we go to trend line. And so if we're looking at trend line, one, one fact that I'll throw out on corn is um, when we have made or exceeded trend line two years in a row, we usually don't make it that third year. Now, that could we could break that mold this year, but, um, you know, if trend line is just a little bit, we're off trend line a little bit in corn, uh, you know, for 168 five or 169 now somewhere around in there and we have those increased acres we could still pull our stocks to use down below 15 percent Brown folks we do have more of the fontanelle final bell coming up troy nelson is joining us with smart yield on the rural radio network Welcome back to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. Troy Nielsen joins us with Smart Yield. I'm Susan Littlefield. As we look at the markets before we left for break, you were saying that there is an opportunity for, for better times ahead in these grain markets, but everything's pivotal on what we see in this planning intentions report that comes out at the end of the month. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. That's, that's huge. It's a huge one. And because there's opportunity, there's always risk. And so as there's some risk with that report, uh, which we don't know, we're not gonna try to outguess that report. If it's bearish to corn or if it's bearish to soybeans, 
um, we feel like you need to have a certain percentage of those crops that you're going to produce um, with downside risk managed. And, and then leave yourself plenty of upside opportunity in there because we're not into those months yet where the best opportunity usually takes place. Um, but, but what we're looking at in the soybeans, you know, since the, oh, it's, I think it's about the 12th of January, beans have been trending higher. Uh, we came into the year and, and that 12th of January, November beans were as low as 967. Uh, last week they got as high as 1048 on that board. So we're definitely in an uptrend. I think we're in the short term in a corrective mode down, but I think there's better opportunities to come, hopefully based on, you know, those unknown fundamentals. Uh, and then if you jump over into the corn market, the same thing on that same day, of course, um, we put in a low in about three three seventy nine four this year on that contract. Uh, last week, December corn got to 410. And so, you know, it's had a really nice move. And what's happened is the funds, of course, from last September, um, um, they, they were carrying into harvest a huge short position. Recently, in the last three months, they've cleared out of that short position and moved into a pretty decent um, long position in corn, beans, wheat. And that's what we're, it's going to take to drive it. But at least we see the, the funds getting back on the, into the long side of the market at the time of year where we need them to. So that's why we're saying I think there's better opportunities here. But yet I want to keep that in check. And without a really um, uh, a big crop disaster somewhere, um, you, you've got to be realistic with what the markets might provide you as well. You did talk about that crop disaster elsewhere, and I know we continue to keep an eye to South America and, and the weather concerns uh, that they have had. And I understand, you know, with the double cropping on the corn in Brazil, looks like some moisture could come in for them in the next couple of days. But Argentina, are they going to see the relief? It just seems like every time we talk rain for Argentina, it gets pulled back out of the out of the schedule. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, this week, um, Argentina... Argentina is looking for some heavier rains in the, in the forecast for the next week. Uh, but, you know, the traders suspect that that crop, you know, could, it could stabilize that crop. Um, but, but it's far enough along that I don't think we're going to see um, a, any increase in the yield there. But I think that the deterioration could stabilize if we do get some rains there. If not, you might see more of the same. You also you also mentioned uh, before we went to break, and, and you kind of brought it up with, with trade issues, and I know that the continued talk, I mean, we've got less than 15 days now for the, for the tariffs we put in place on aluminum and steel. And from an agricultural perspective, I was doing some reading this morning that China says one of the top things on their list is soybeans. We don't want to see that come back because it's taking money out of the pockets for our producers. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That, yeah, that's China and soybeans, um, that, that's where we make our soybean market, in my opinion. And so we've got to be very careful there not to, uh, not to, uh, cut off the hand that feeds us there, so to speak, in the bean market. Um, and I, and I think, you know, you have to, until that is an issue, it's not. And so in our opinion, we can't really control that. If, if we, you know, if it becomes an issue, we'll have to deal with it. Um, at the, in the meantime, if you look at November soybeans, uh, we're at 1036 today. We were at 1048 as a high last week. Um, we're way off of these lows that we had in January. And so there is current opportunity right now to get some 
floors under it. If you're a producer and you're a little bit nervous about this tariff issue, by all means, get some downside price protection put in place for yourself. Um, and, and at the same time, if those tariffs don't come to fruition, um, maybe you want some more up, upside opportunity. But but if you're nervous about that, I would get some protection put in place. What else are you seeing um, in the marketplace as, as we look at these um, numbers, current market trends, some things that maybe we, on the livestock side briefly we need to, to keep an eye on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, livestock-wise, um, I'm going to start with the cattle market. And looking at the June cattle, um, we, we've been trending higher and, and since um, kind of peaked out here oh, on, the, on about the 20th last month, uh, or this month on the 20th, or excuse me, last month on the 20th, we've been trending a little bit of a short-term downtrend. Now the last three sessions, including today, we've kind of maybe found some... Um, a little bit of stabilizing. That is the Fontenelle Final Bell brought to you by Fontenelle and all their dealers on the Rural Radio Network.